Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter, and I'm joined with Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. And Devin. Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. We're going to be discussing Theon's first chapter in A Clash of Kings, which is his literal first point of view of the series. Um, trigger warnings for rape and violence. Um, oh, okay, so Theon returns to Pike on the Miraham. I'm pronouncing that right. And he wanted to take the same route he did when he left. And this irritated the captain. So there's kind of like, you know, get the cap. We'll find out other reasons why the captain's irritated with him, but he's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) They're going, going, there's like sharp rocks and cliffs and high winds. And he's like made them go. This is ridiculous. Um, So we get, you know, we get the scene. The castle stands atop three barren islands. It sounds kind of cool. It sounds like from like a video game or um, you know, I sort of picture in my mind's eye, like, you know, they've got the massive great keep, then they have the kitchen keep and the bloody keep. So they're all like, things are kind of separated by these crazy teetering Yeah, well, he, rope he calls them like and... pillar cliffs or whatever. <laughs> it sounds crazy. totally impractical. I mean, I get where it's like, oh, this is really good defense, but is it worth having to like haul all your food and supplies up these sheer cliffs all over the place? It sounds no. And you know it wouldn't last that like just the, he talks about the erosion, but it, things would crumble into the sea because salt water does bad damage. Just not yeah, physically possible it would yeah, survive that long. <laughs> I wonder how many people just tumbled over a bridge. You know, it's terrible, but like you have like a servant, it's like a really wet day and you just tumble over a bridge never to be seen again, carrying like a sack of potatoes or whatever. It's like, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, terrible. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Hate those potatoes. Are <laughs> I know. It's, it's bad news, too. Need all the food they could get. Um, yeah, it sounds absolutely miserable, but he's like, it stirs him. You know, I guess it's his home. And he's like, you know, he sees the Kraken and the, you know, on the black field. It's, you know, the banner and, you know, the sky. He also, they talk about the comet. He sees that. And he's, it's so ridiculous because it's like, you know, God, he's so arrogant. He's like, it's my comet. He tells himself, oh you know, he's God. holding a letter from Ron Stark. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, God. It's sad, but it's like, it's sad how arrogant he is and how much he's so, like, this narcissistic, so wrapped up in himself. Um, so clueless. <laughs> like, just, just like tone deaf. No idea how some of the shit that he says will land. <laughs> I mean, like, God. <laughs> It is cringy, like some of this stuff. Like, oh god. <laughs> so, and speaking of cringe, um, the captain's daughter is like, you know, oh. he's hanging with her, and she asks, oh, you know, all oh, this about his memories and his childhood, and um, uh, you know, we get these little things of like, my lord father once told me that hard places breed hard men, and hard men rule the world. It's kind of drilled into our head that they're just really grim and miserable, and. Um, the captain asks him, can we make port? And he's like, okay, yeah, we can make port. He takes the daughter below, and there's like a gross 
George, you know, this is the usual George Martin sex scene. So it's like, I'm going to discuss the dialogue. Like, <laughs> it's pretty much their hat. Like, it's so ridiculous because so all this goes on during. Yes. It's like, this is happening. It's ridiculous. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's very unnecessary, but oh my God, is it telling about Theon's character? It, it, this uh, fucking. Oh scene because i'm just gonna say this and i'm sorry if i'm gonna gross everybody out just here giving a warning for how it's about to get real sexually graphic in here he fucking number one cons this poor girl into giving him head which whatever you know like god we've all known this guy but then he freaking makes her swallow and i cannot tell you how fast i would try to yeet someone on one of those <laughs> cliffs if they pulled this shit with me. I mean, like, oh, that God. is the grossest, most disgusting thing and tells you so much about Theon. Look, I, I like Theon. I don't hate Theon. But this is why every, everybody who's like a super Theon fangirl or boy, I'm always like, really? <laughs> like, really, Theon? She, and she seemed like she, yeah, like, and she, seemed like she liked Dorn. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Outside of Dorne, like nobody could have that great of a diet, so it just had to be awful. Oh yeah, of course. Like had to oh. Yeah. It's just it's like let someone volunteer to do that. Exactly. Force people to do that. That is like that is the worst oh I mean like just and you know, like George knows what he's doing. He's telling you a lot about Theon's character yeah. in this scene. And that is just Oh, I mean, outrageous doesn't begin. Oh, I know the whole thing's disgusting. Yeah, he's oh, <clears throat> oh man, this poor. This and even like the first, like that the notes, like she's suggesting that she could be his, like you know, first conversation. Oh, she wants to be a salt wife, and he's, you know, he's like, you know, we don't do that anymore. It's like we used to t- raid and pillage and take an extra woman, and like you know, it's just so. Like the poor, she's that's what I sort of get. Like, you know, I guess she could, she doesn't even say, I want to be or like, I want to be a queen or something. She's like, Oh, I'll just be this salt wife. I'm just happy just cooking she's for you. It's like his servant. Oh, she's gosh. like, Let me like cook for you and clean for you. I just want to be your servant. Please don't leave me here like, because please I'm in a really bad position. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> and fucking well, her Theo. dad is also a piece of shit. So, I mean, yeah. he is a piece there of is that. Yeah. Dear God. Uh, Theon's worse. It would be worse. Yeah. Because he's thinking she's. Doesn't he keep thinking she's stupid? Oh, yes. He says yeah. that. Yeah. He's like belittles her. Like he looks down on her. So, yeah, it's awful. And oh, God. And she. Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's she's, she's like, they, you know, they said she's a virgin and she's not. You know, you don't get this sense that she was cooking up some master plan to like you know, be some kind of, like, gold digger or something, you know, if that's where they were going to play it. But it's like, she's just caught in this really crappy situation. Her dad just sold her for, like, a bag of gold, basically. And then she's going to get shit yeah. from the dad, because that's what she's, like, begging him to take her with him, because the dad's going to be, probably beat her, you know, afterwards, because, uh, you know. He of was, course. She says that. She says yeah, he's going to beat yeah, her. Yeah. Oh, God. So... <laughs> Yeah, we we get a little bit of it. We get we learn that like Aegon the Dragon had destroyed the old way when he burned Black Heron and Heron's kingdom back. You know, gave the kingdom back um to or he sorry he gave Heron's kingdom back to the weakling weakling rivermen and uh, reduced the Iron Islands to an insignificant backwater. You know, he's got this whole like you know he's thinking about all these things. We're getting the backstory here, but um. You know, they had tried, he said basically, like, Lord Balin is, that had tried, like, stage the Great Rebellion, but, you know, Robert basically, he called it, written a bloody end to that hope. 
um, you know, with Ned Stark. And, you know, it's like he wonders if his father, he's kind of, he's thinking all these kind of grandiose things that aren't based in reality. He's like, oh, yeah, he's going to, what's he going to tell? What's he going to say to me when, you know, he sees I succeeded where where he failed? Like, I mean, it, he just, I got he was a kid, Deon but he seems, has to have some sense. <laughs> Dion seems so much like, you know, like a trust fund baby here mm. who has no oh, connection yeah. whatsoever to whatever sort of like blood and sweat and toil may have created the fortune on which he lives. Mm. And he just wants to like live on some glory past something that he doesn't even understand how it actually worked, which is pretty clear from beginning to end of this yeah. chapter. He just, you know, has this idea in his head about how like great everything was on Pike and everything. Whereas at the same time, everything you describe sounds fucking awful to everyone else who's listening. I mean, oh God, I just and I it, do like Theon. I don't want hate mail. <laughs> it's not that I hate Theon. It's just this is so infuriating. I but you just, can kind of see how when people respond to him, it's like, you know, I was kind of thinking, I was like, oh well, I feel like is I don't really feel that sorry for him right now because it's like, it's like I kind of agree with it's harsh what they say what they do, but I, I kind of agree with what they're saying. Like when his uncle, you know, we'll get into it later, but balance, yeah, him, it's like makes sense and yeah. So uh, the, the you know kind of find we kind of close out this little scene where she's the the last horrible thing. Like he's like he tells her. He's like, okay, finally, I keep saying he won't take her with him, but then he's like, oh, you'll be lucky if I got you pregnant. You'll have the honor of raising a king's bastard. Like, what? (sighs) And of course, a thousand theories that she is, in fact, pregnant, Mm -hmm. and this will be the heir to the Iron Islands as her child. Hmm. Okay, well... That would be I something. Think that's for, true. If it means that she somehow yeah. gets a better life out of it, that's yeah, the only way that's, that I, I was thinking. That would be nice. I, I wish that for her. <laughs> oh God, man. Uh, okay, so the ship docks at Lordsport, and Theon notices right off that there's like a ton of ships, like fifty to sixty long ships. Um, he's looking in the harbor to see if his uncle Euron's ship is um, called the Silence is there, but he doesn't see it. Um, and he keeps, you know, it's kind of. You know, I guess I can feel a little bit. He kind of keeps thinking, oh, wait, is my dad here? Is like his mother and father going to be here? And um, he doesn't see any familiar faces. He's like a handful of merchants. <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of funny. Um, and uh, I love it. I love that he's so out of touch with what reality of life was God. like on Pike that he really did expect some sort of like fanfare. <laughs> parade greeting here it's i mean like, like he fantasized just everything uh, like he doesn't really remember much from childhood yeah. and just fantasize what he thinks it's like yeah, yeah. it has to be it because because like again everything about pike sounds awful yeah <laughs> so sounds- why would you think any of this would happen and it's like and, a- but, yeah. why would he forget <laughs> it's not like you know you don't forget what happened at 10 when you're 19 yeah 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 it's not like he was four I mean, like, he should know better. Like, you should have a much better idea of how things work. This whole thing and it's is sort of like, and he's sort of a, kind of a pattern because it's like he, you know, he's idealizing this and then he's sort of like probably more heaven-handedly. Like, I'm not saying they treat him perfectly, but he kind of more, a little bit demonizes what happened with the Starks. So, you know, you got that, um, I don't know, maybe that's the feeling of like, oh, you know, my real family would love me more kind of thing. Like, I don't know, he's got that's <laughs> yeah. that it sucks but it's like but he definitely felt like he on both sides he's exaggerating he's ex- exaggerating in his own mind how bad it was and he's exaggerating how great you know iron islands are um uh okay so he he's down he gets well he's getting down on the ship not quite there yet but um his 
uncle calls out, his other uncle Aaron calls out, and he's kind of like, oh, he knows he's a priest first off. He doesn't even recognize him right off. Um, and he starts to think, okay, yeah, I remember my dad sent me a letter that said, like, he had his youngest brother Aaron had gone down in a storm, and he turned holy when he washed ashore. Um, so people are kind of like, they're, they're saying that. I don't have proud that damn fear. People were whispering that when he was walking by. and um. <laughs> it's Okay. No, I I only correct you because I always referred to him as damn fair myself. Until, what is it? What um, is it? <laughs> I don't know. A few years ago. It is yep. damp hair. Oh, damp hair! Oh, it's even worse! <laughs> Which makes damn sense, oh, but also infuriates hair. me that that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god, that's hilarious. It's fucking irritating. Damn fair. I was absolutely in the damn fair camp. <laughs> same. Same. I always read it as damn fair. It was damn fair in my head until somebody was like, you know this no, is damn fair. Damn right? fair. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. I was oh, like, oh my god. god. Oh god, that's great. <laughs> so he leaves the ship. And he like notes right off his uncle's really chilly with him, and he's different from he's kind of remembers him being like he's kind of fun loving like jovial guy and from his childhood. Yeah, he used and, to be a funkle. Yeah. He used to be a party funkle, and now he's like this <laughs> religious <laughs> nutbag. You know, there's one in every family. <laughs> yeah, he like yeah, immediately like the wild family member who suddenly finds religion <laughs> yeah. much yeah. later. It's like, oh, you're the worst. Overcompensating for all the years they weren't religious. Totally overcompensating. (laughs) He makes him kneel like that. He makes him kneel and bows his head. Port. He does the whole thing, and you know what? What is it? Dead may never die thing. And yeah, he basically baptizes him. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, so they're they're riding back to Pike. And he tells him, you know, your mom's not... He's like, that's what he's asking where everybody is. His mom's at Harlar with her sister, and she's suffering from ill health. And, and you know, Asha's was take has taken Blackwing to Great... I don't know if it's Wick or Wyke. And um, when Theon asks again about the banners, um, he tells him Balance Worm to secrecy. And uh, Theon insists, uh, Aerie has the right to know. And then he's like... <laughs> He's like, well, you shouldn't assume that. And that's like, I guess the first like virtual slap in the face for him. Um, right. He gets angry because he's like, okay, I'm not going to lose my birthright to a woman, even though apparently there's precedent if the male, like they'll they'll allow it if the male dies. And um, Aaron tells him it's not likely his father will hand the islands over to a Stark, you know, because he's just like, and it's funny that that's the first time he realizes this, that he's stuck in the middle. That he's not a Stark and he's not a Greyjoy and they both view him as something other. And he, you know, we get a lot of thinking about, like I was saying about his, he's very resentful and there's very, you know, there's sort of detailed these stories about how he was treated. And, you know, he mentions that he felt close to Rob, but there's, you know, but, you know what I mean? It feels like a lot of the stuff is, but this, but that, but, uh, yeah. Well, it's exactly like you said. He's spent the last 10 years going, well, my real family would love me more and appreciate me. And I would be, you know, I would be a, the biggest deal if I was with my real family. <laughs> God. <sighs> so, yeah, it's like, so I guess on that hand, it's like, oh, God, he's just so arrogant about it. But it's like, you, you get this. You get, yeah, he's getting wake up calls here step by step. Um, they reach the castle and he's yet again, he's disappointed because they're kind of. Taking it, what is he taking the bloody keep? Like he doesn't. He was picturing this like he get a comfortable room and he's gonna be in the sea tower and he's gonna have all the fine things and like, no, they're just kind of like, <laughs> here you go. Um, yeah, you know, nobody's nobody's impressed. Nobody's not a big deal. <laughs> 
Um, he changes into some richer garments before me, which will, it's a big mistake, but he's going to meet his father um, atop the sea tower. Um, he's, he notices, he goes in, he's like, oh God, it's so painful. Like, they're just kind of looking at each other and, um, yeah, this is not a happy, happy reunite, you know, reuniting with his dad. Um, he's old and gaunt, um, you know, Theon kind of just goes right in with the like he's the blood and air, you know, his blood and air, and but it's like the same thing exactly. He said the same thing. We shall see. So he repeats the exact same thing that Aaron told him, and like he um, criticizes clothing. <laughs> it's you know, it's like you feel like he's trying to pre- what the hell he's trying to press dad, and then he yanks the gold chain off his neck because he's when he finds out that it's not you know it's like you have to take the. I, they do a little heavy-handed about this. It's almost like a caricature of these people. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't wear something unless you're slain the man and you're a warrior. And you know, I don't know. It's it's a little bit much. Um, but well, because <laughs> it's not sustainable. Like, what? <laughs> All your clothes. That's are why stolen? it sucks here because none of you are good killers. It's, like that's why everything <laughs> so sucks. Because you, <laughs> so you, yeah, you're not like good you at it. So you can't become crafts people <laughs> or have anything nice or the finer things in life because you didn't steal it. <laughs> 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 so that I do kind of like I can empathize with Theon being frustrated with this kind of like backward shit like if he had been a different type of personality like if someone could convince them to like change certain ways um, he tells him he's not going to have his son dressed like a whore and he accuses him of being simply being Rob Stark's envoy and basically he, you know yes man to Rob and doing everything and Theon's arguing you know this letter carry you know I carry is based on my own counsel with him and that Rob Stark you know views me a big mistake he mentioned he views him as an older brother and that really pisses Balin off and you know I mean what did he expect you know and on, on the one hand it's like what does Balin expect what you know? did yeah. he expect <laughs> no <it's> so ah <sighs> oh, gosh <laughs> and uh so of course he's not impressed with this letter at all um it's basically the gist of it is um, Rob was offering him the crown in exchange for um, giving them Casterly Rock and Lattisport. Um, and Theon, oh God, it's just all oh, cringe. He asked for Casterly Rock <laughs> as a reward. So that's I like, know. I was like, I forgot about all, I forgot about that. I was like, what? Like, I just can't. I. How can you? <laughs> he just if, if someone does not seem like they could run Casterly Rock, it's like there's so many people that couldn't, but like oh I don't think Theon could run a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean dead within the week. Oh, right. At the McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh god. So it's so just tragic comedy. I don't know, it's so sad and comical at the same time. Um, and, and and that's where we're laughing because Balin thinks this is ridiculous. Just it's ridiculous. I agree with Balin. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and he's like, and and yeah, and this is. I I get this. He says in regards to the crown, like, okay, what is given can be taken away. So yeah, so he's not good or bad. He's not having any part of this. Um, burns the letter and slaps Theon, telling him to mind his tongue. Um, oh God. <laughs> He he insists he's gonna pay the iron price and take his own, and he really digs in. And and I'll, uh, this last little end part, I'll I'll read a little. Um, Theon edged backwards away from um from the sudden fury in his father's tone. Take it, then he spat, his cheeks still tingling. You know, after you wax him, he says, uh, call yourself king of the Iron Islands. No one will care until the wars are over." 
and the victor looks about and spies the old fool perched off his shore with an iron crown on his head. Lord Valen laughed. Well, at least you are no craven, no more than I am a fool. Do you think I gather my ships to watch them rock at anchor? I mean to carve out a kingdom with fire and sword, but not from the west, and not at the bidding of King Rob the Boy. Capture the Rock is too strong, and Lord Tywin too cunning by half. A, we might take Lannisport, but we should never keep it. No, I hunger for a different plum. Not so juicy sweet to be sure, yet it hangs there ripe and undefended. Where, Theon might have asked, but by then he knew. So yeah. Mm. That was intense. So like, this is... <laughs> There's a there's a lot going on here. Like this is a repudiation of um, Euron and to an extent Victorians later um, um, goals of conquering the west coast of of Westeros. But God, just how, I mean, like how can you so completely misunderstand your own father? Who like apparently you did know. I mean, he definitely thought he knew his dad. I don't get it. <laughs> Gosh, it's I mean, just ah, you get you know it's like this guy seems pr- that. He don't seem like he changed overnight. Whatever happens to the uncle, he seems like he's been like this for years. You know, I don't know how you can misread. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, it seems not, like he may have gotten yeah. worse and a little, yeah, yeah. you know, less, yeah, if less anything, in touch yeah. with reality. Yeah. But the, the 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 nuts and bolts of this had to be there when Theon was growing up. I mean, this yeah. can't be like a total surprise. Yeah, he's not, a, you know, he's not a pleasant person and he's not going to wasn't going to make it easy for Theon anyway. And then this, you know. This is just... It is horrible, too, to think about, like, that he's willing... Because you would know that Theon would bond. You know, no matter what Theon, in his own mind, negatively thinks, there's bonding there, you know? Um, It is pretty horrible in that sense, you know? (sighs) Well, and it's it's really horrible of of Balon. I mean, like, he's such a fucking dick. Like, instead of, like, Mm. (laughs) accepting his son back and, like, you know, taking him as he is or anything, you know, he's just, like, mad at him when it's, like, Balon's fault that he got taken as a hostage to fucking begin with. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. Everyone sucks here. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone and everything. Gosh. Yeah. Um, So, for this episode, we do have one question. Um, Buckle here on Discord um, asks, did you feel pity or anger over Theon's behavior? Um, how many Theon bastards do you think are around? Um, that first one we kind of answered throughout. Um, <laughs> I know, it's so... Um, it's, so hard. it's hard to be Theon's chapters, they always, particularly throughout this book, and then we don't see him again until what, dance? But they yeah. just always make me feel... Um, a scene from The Wire where Avon is talking to Stringer and he's like, you know, I look at you and I see a man without a country, not smart enough for him out there and maybe, just maybe not hard enough for this right here. And you feel pity for a second, but then you remember that Stringer is a piece of shit and you don't really care. Oh, um, and I'm, Chicky, I'm the same as you. I don't hate Theon, but he he is quite irritating just infuriating to read sometimes and that's i think that's what makes the turnaround i think that's what makes it so you know the redemption arc so i like you know because i mean i i can appreciate that you could it takes a lot to go from that to that and he went through a lot but you still some people might not go that direction with that they could get worse so i give him kudos (laughs) theon does really by the end of dance and it's pretty incredible when you consider he's only had pov chapters in two books oh yeah yeah. redeem to a pretty decent extent because he does exactly the opposite of what he does here in this first chapter which is completely disregard like the needs and internal life of an unimportant woman 
And then you have him at the end of dance, giving up everything, finding some actual heroism inside himself to save an innocent woman who doesn't deserve what's happening to her. And it, you know, it's probably the only way you could redeem him (laughs) is what George, um, you know, I, I know it doesn't, it isn't successful for everyone. And I'm not saying that I don't think that Theon's not probably still, you know, 75% a dick in there. Um, just, Oh, that was a bad, that was a bad analogy. Sure. But, um, no, God, at this point, I mean, like you don't hate him, but Oh God, you don't want to like him at all. I don't like him. Like, it's like when people are like, Oh, well, how can anyone like Jamie? I'm like, how can you not like Jamie? You get in Jamie's fucking head and it's, you know, it's just like, you know, sunshine and roses in his fucking head. He's just having a good time. And like, he doesn't (laughs) want to be mean to anybody very much. I mean, unless they're mean to him first. Whereas this is just, you know, Theon just shits on everybody who's been. I suck as a person. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically what Theon chapters are. (laughs) Oh gosh. (sighs) Um, That was all the mill. Okay. Um, you can reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on Tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com and submit questions to the chapter threads on the Jamie and Brianne subreddit. Follow us on Twitter at door podcast. Please like subscribe, review us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google play, all the places you listen and support us on Patreon at close the door. Um, closing the door, get out. I'm sorry, buddy. Okay, so I glazed over. I was just like, okay, this is the end. It's just a dialogue, but okay. I feel like towards the end of the chapter, I get briefer and briefer because I was like, so like, oh my god, why is this so much yeah. information during this one scene? <sighs> I also do not care about the Iron Islands one bit. <laughs> so these are always yeah. difficult for me. <laughs> as far as the Greyjoys, Ash is interesting, and the but like, still bleak. Yeah, it feels like it's almost like a Danny. It reminds me like a Danny chapter. Like the worst place <laughs> yeah, ever. Like, go through the desert or something. It is like, the worst wet place. And cold. <laughs> <sighs> Are we ready? Or <laughs> uh, yeah, as ready as we'll ever be. Okay. I mean, I feel like all this should be in the episode anyway. <laughs> 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 oh my God.